0: Happy to have uh, (coughs) Greg and Linda Dinsdale with us this morning. They represent the Gideons. I was just uh, reading this past week in their most recent newsletter about their uh, efforts, uh, the Gideons' efforts in the former Soviet nations, and also the involvement in the Sochi Winter Olympics just passed. And uh, so we probably will hear more about that from Greg and Linda this morning. So welcome, and uh, we'll give this time to you now. Thank you very much. Uh, thank you for the invitation to be here. It is quite a privilege and an honour to come and share with you. Uh, um, Linda and I have been married 36 years, and we raised three children. If I had known, I would have brought them with me. Uh, they're a little more settled now. They're 25 and older. But I always say, I, I've always said, I, I'm not going to start bragging about my kids till they're 40, and then I might consider bragging about them, because I've been humbled enough as a parent. But... Uh, uh, I'm a retired teacher who teaches half-time now. I substitute, but my, Linda's, my wife, Linda, is still a full-time teacher, and she teaches grade one French immersion at New Era School in Brandon. Uh, the big thing in our life is Linda and I have just become grandparents. We have a three-month-old granddaughter. And so if I have an aura to me, it's, it's the grandparent thing. And, and, and anyone who's a grandparent, I, I was always told about it, But now I've experienced it, and uh, uh, it's just a fantastic thing. But I'd like to share a a grandparent's story. Uh, A granddaughter was over at Grandma's, and uh, the granddaughter was looking through the the large family Bible and, and looking at the pictures in the Bible, and as she's flipping through the pages, a leaf fell out. Oh, The granddaughter, just her eyes lit up with excitement, and she picks up that leaf, and she comes running over to Grandma. She says, Grandma, Grandma, Grandma. And look what was in the Bible. And Grandma kind of looked, and yeah, yeah, what's so special about it? She said, Grandma, Grandma. With an astonished look in her face, the granddaughter says, Adam's suit fell out of the Bible. (laughs) Well, you know... I just, What are the Gideons? Uh, since 1911, we've been doing the same thing, with no apologies. Year after year, Gideon members have been focused on one singular goal, sharing the gospel with copies of God's word. Our methods have evolved. The language has changed. The scripture covers and versions have changed. But the core motivation, the central theme, the overriding ambition, has never changed. It's what makes us unique in the ministry world. We evangelize with scriptures. We share the good news of Jesus Christ with Bibles, New Testaments, and scripture portions. Members have access to free copies of God's word, which they pass along to someone else while sharing the gospel message whenever and wherever they can. You know, I have another story. Uh, There was a gentleman who was in an antique store, and he was talking to an antique book collector. And he just shared how, just in in the past week, he had been cleaning out the old attic. And in this dusty old trunk, he pulled out this old, tattered, badly damaged Bible. And he said, well, this can be of no value to anybody. And he threw it out, and he was sharing with the book collector about it. And as he's sharing, he said, it it was printed by somebody with the name Guten. When he said Guten. The antique book collector's eyes just lit up. It wasn't Gutenberg, was it? Yeah, yeah, that's it. The antique collector said, You threw it out? You idiot! That is one of the first books ever printed. Why, just recently in an auction, a Gutenberg Bible sold for half a million dollars. Well, the gentleman who had thrown the Bible out said, Oh, I don't think this book would have been worth anything close to that much. Why, it was scribbled all over in the margins by someone named Martin Luther. (laughs) Well, we all know how priceless and how valuable a Bible is. And that, as I said, is the mission of the Gideons, to put Bibles out wherever we can throughout the world. Uh, In Brandon, uh, we have our chapter in Brandon, and uh, we we represent, I think, six different churches. And... um, We have the privilege every Christmas of going into the jail and the last number of years we've handed out 350 testaments and just recently we started handing out a new magazine that the Gideons published called The Redemption and it's the book of John in a very colorful picture format and it's geared to people who have made poor choices and who are in our penal institutions. at nurse's grad, the nurse grads are given the opportunity to get uh, the, the white Gideon Testaments. Uh, any waiting rooms we can get into, we place uh, Hope magazines or Bibles. Uh, kids clubs, camps, uh, hotels. We still uh, diligently check the hotels and make sure that the Bibles are in good shape and that the rooms have Bibles. Uh, the winter fair, health care facilities, facilities. Uh, Any place that we have access to, we will distribute Bibles. Uh, Something that's recently just come, it started in Winnipeg, and we've carried it over to Brandon, is that we are finding the schools are getting more difficult. They're putting more roadblocks to us getting testaments out to young people. And it started in Winnipeg, and we've picked up the idea at Halloween. uh, We give people the opportunity, if they would like, to hand out books of John. And there also is a Halloween tract that can be included in that. And I would say uh, to somebody in Clarney, if there was someone who is interested in uh, handing out Bibles at, Christ- at Halloween time, uh, talk to me, and I can supply you with books of John and tracts that you can hand out at Halloween. Uh, we, we, our, our intention is to go into the churches and just offer that to people. If you would like to try handing out testaments when the trick-or-treaters come around, we will provide you with books of John. So if you have an interest in that, please talk to me after the service. Uh, in Canada last year, uh, the Gideons uh, supplied and distributed 700,000 Bibles. Uh, a big thing in the Gideons now is, is that the word partnering partnering. Uh, we are looking to partner with churches around this world, and it was mentioned about the Sochi Olympics, how uh, Gideon's from Canada went overseas and uh, worked with various Christian groups in, in Russia and handed out testaments uh, just before and during the Sochi Olympics. Uh, just recently, uh, at the FIFA World Cup in Brazil, uh, the Canadian Gideon's partnered with hundreds of churches, uh, thousands of believers in Brazil. Uh, Forty volunteers went from Canada, and during the FIFA World Cup in soccer, one million books of John were distributed in Brazil. That was partnering with Christian organizations. Uh, China, we've had several groups go to China, and there's a real open door in China. And in fact, so much so that the Gideons, Canadian Gideons, are funding one full-time position in, in China where this person is hired to make connections with the Christian organizations uh, to organize trips where can, Canadian Gideons can go and, and distribute Bibles. And, and the list goes on. The Winkler Camp has organized trips to South America uh, and they go and they provide low German Bibles to the Mennonite communities in South America. And that's totally funded and and run by the Winkler camp in Manitoba. Uh, Africa. uh, I've talked about China. Uh, We are still reaching out into the world. In fact, uh, last year, the Canadian Gideons funded 2 million Bibles that were distributed in places like Russia, uh, Brazil, China. In that note... I have a wife who's much more capable than me, and uh, my wife and I are teams in the Gideon Ministry. And Linda's just going to come and share one way that you can help, Linda.
1: Well, I was happy to see that uh, when we walked in that you have a new card rack, and that's what I'm briefly going to talk about today. And. I have to say that when I saw the availability of the various types of cards that have uh, been put in the new racks, I was totally impressed. So I just have a couple of examples here. uh, You would probably see there. But uh, for many years, the um, Gideon cards have been one way that we raise funds to purchase the Bibles. And... It um, has been told to us that we actually raise, I believe it's over a million dollars a year with our Gideon Expressions card ministry, so that for any occasion, um, if you're wondering what to give somebody, if you uh, want to use one of our Expressions cards for a birthday, an anniversary, uh, for a baby... um, obviously in the past, and we continue to do this, sympathy cards. um, For almost any occasion, you can give that card and give a donation, and every $3 uh, will purchase a Bible. And it's quite simple. You uh, simply... Select the card for the occasion that you want. Write your personal message with the number of Bibles that you're purchasing in their name. And then you give the person the card or send the card to them. And on in the inside of the card, there is also a donation envelope that you can fill out with e, um pay-by-either check or credit card. And uh, just simply send it to head office and... That helps us to purchase the scriptures that Greg has been talking about uh, that we distribute in Brazil and China and other countries. Now, if you are so inclined, you can also go on the Gideon's uh, website and look at, um, well, actually you can Google Gideon's Expressions.ca and you can uh, ask them to send you your own a pack of six cards um, to have in your home so that it's uh, convenient for you as well. So just to encourage you uh, to use that because it does help us with the purchase of scriptures.
0: And also another program and I'm speaking to the young people it's the Send Me program and uh, I have some cards here uh, but you can go online and if you're registered with this program uh, Gideon's will supply you with the book of John uh, and you can use those to share with friends you can pass them out at your schools and it's just as simple as uh, going to the, the website and registering with the Gideon's and they will supply you with book of John's that you can share uh, also there's the uh, new life app and uh... It's a smartphone app. I know I have it on my iPad, and uh, it's uh, questions, biblical questions. You can get a full email Bible on that app. And for churches, if you register in this program, uh, your church can go on a listing uh, that if a person is looking for a church, they would say, oh, Clarney Mennonite Brethren Church. And, and they have a listing for that if a church registered so with, with the New Life app. So we have options like that. You know, Canada, we're so fortunate to live in Canada. Um, It was mentioned this morning, the freedoms that we have, uh, the security that we feel. I woke up this morning and I felt safe and secure. Uh, A lot of people in the world don't have that feeling. Uh, We're a very blessed country. Yes, we have a long winter, but it's a character builder. (laughs) And uh, nobody appreciates the summer more than a Canadian and appreciation and thankfulness is a good thing. Uh, yeah, we live, we live in a great, great country, and there's so much to be thankful for. Yet uh, we have concerns in our country, and I know my concerns are spiritual concerns. Uh, recent surveys have shown that 25% of Canadians have no church affiliation at all. They have no church affiliation at all. Eighty percent of Canadians do not read the Bible. I I live in a society where uh, people who so strongly believe in the sanctity of life, so strongly believe that life starts at conception, uh, who believe that we need to do everything we can to protect the very smallest of lives, um, are ridiculed. are are, are called prejudiced people, hateful people. Uh, We live in a society where people who value the traditional definition of marriage, who believe so strongly that the foundation of a strong society is the family, that when a man and woman bring a child into this world, it is a life commitment, and you need to work together to raise the child that you brought into this world together. When people so strongly believe in that, they're told that they're against other people's rights. They're told that you're narrow-minded and that you're, you're, you're selfish. And, and, you know, I, I sometimes think of myself, I say, I believe in those things. Yet, I'm ridiculed and called a redneck or an extreme right-wing fanatic. It causes me concern when our country is starting to slip down that slope. Uh, Did anybody here, how many people saw the movie God's Not Dead? Okay, quite a few people. Uh, I thought a very excellent movie, uh, a very excellent movie. And uh, for those who didn't see the movie, it basically was a young lad starting his university career, uh, he had ambitions. Uh, He wanted to be successful in school so he could move on to postgraduate studies, and he ended up in a philosophy course with a professor who was an atheist. And one of the requirements of the course was to write on a card at the start of the course that for this course, they would acknowledge that God is dead. And he couldn't do it. He couldn't do it. His girlfriend encouraged him to do it. His parents encouraged him to do it because they wanted him to get through university successfully. They didn't want to jeopardize his career. But he felt God was telling him that he couldn't do it. Anyways, there was a debate between the professor and and the student. And I I remember in the third debate... uh, The winning argument was the fact that, yes, I mean, it is incredible. We saw the creation story this morning. How this world was created is phenomenal. It's beyond our understanding and our comprehension, be it the Big Bang Theory or whatever it is, but the power that created this universe is a power that is awesome beyond awesome. And the student said that, you know something? We have been given free will. We've been given the ability to choose. We've been given the ability to comprehend a creator. And you know, if there's no creator, if there's no origin, if everything is by chance, there's no moral code to this world. I mean, it's everybody for themselves and strive for your own success. But no, no, no. Something in cells tells us that God created this world and that there is a moral code. And He communicates that moral code through the Bible. You know, I, I had the chance to uh, be with a group of young people and I was going to present them with, with Bibles. And they were asking me some questions about the Bible. And uh, they were good questions. But I got kind of stumped when one st- student posed this question. He said, Uh, Mr. Dinsdale, I have a question for you. Yes. He said, well, who really was the parent of Jesus? Was it the Virgin Mary or was it the King James Version? Well, (laughs) I just use that as an example that, you know, young people, young people, and I hear it's exciting to hear the Christian school in Clarney is is doing well. Uh, But young people need the Lord. Uh, My wife teaches grade one. If you want to understand original sin, go and spend a week in my wife's classroom. Those precious, beautiful lives, yet they need molding. They need standards. They need a moral code. They need salvation. They need faith in God's Son, Jesus. Today, I commission myself and I commission you. I believe God's will for your life and for my life is to be walking Bibles. When people see our lives, when people see our lives, they see the Bible revealed through us. Uh, My father left me many quotes, but one quote that I I remember very well is he he always said the words, it's better felt than tellt. And, uh, you know, basically what that is saying is that the essence of the Bible is that God loved us. We were created in God's image. We have capacity to have God's Spirit in our life. And God's Spirit, as the video said, is love. God so loved the world that he gave his only begotten Son. We need to fill that void with God's Spirit. We need to fill that void with God's love. Then we can be walking Bibles. But we do have a sin problem. We have free choice. And that is what makes us spiritual creatures, that's what makes us unique. And we have to choose. And to live for God, we have to surrender to God. Uh, I know myself, uh, I'm a failure. And uh, it doesn't hurt to be a failure. It keeps us humble. It helps keep me humble when I know that without God, I would surely fail. You know, I am weak, but he is strong. And how true that is. And the only solution to that is to surrender our will to God. We need to have God's spirit come into our life. And how do we do that? Well, firstly, we acknowledge that We are sinners by nature. We need God's grace. We need God's salvation. But then it's to go on from there and allow God to work in our lives. We need to wait upon the Lord. We need to wait upon the Lord. We need to read his word. And we need to wait upon God and seek out his direction in our life. And when we do that, then we can be Walking Bibles. And we will go forth, and it will be felt by how we felt. That's not good grammar, is it? But, (laughs) But we can go forth, and people will see something different in us. They'll see God's word revealed to us in an attitude of love at home, at school, at work, and play. So... That's the challenge I bring to all of us. Let us be walking Bibles. Let us open our lives to God's love so that we can reveal to the world that God's not dead. He's still alive. I feel him in my hands. I feel him in my feet. I feel him all over me. And God lives in my heart. And, uh, you know, in closing, I'd just like to say, too, that uh, um, the Gideon's... Are going through an exciting time. I know uh, right now uh, men and women are on equal footing in the Gideon ministry. And my wife and I like that. We're a team. I've been in the Gideons now for over 30 years. And uh, my wife and I work as a team, and we think that's a positive move. Um, we have new tools that can reach out into our world uh, with the use of technology. Uh, there's open doors in so many ways. And um, I know that uh, we're looking for new members. If somebody has an interest, uh, I know myself, my wife and I are very busy. We don't need lots of more meetings. So we're looking at ways that we can empower people to get the work done without having a lot of meetings. And with technology, you can do that now. And we do have a need for people in southwestern Manitoba that will work with us in getting Bibles out in this area. Uh, it's nice to have representatives from as many churches as possible. Uh, so so I, you know, I put out that challenge. If you have any interest, uh, I have s- some information that I can give you at the end. We are looking for new members. I know we have a huge need for new members in southwestern Manitoba. I'm, I'm vice president of the Manitoba Northwest Ontario Gideons, and a part of my mandate is to promote the ministry. And we are looking for people who have an interest in ministry, uh, who'd like to come on board. Uh, Right now, sort of my vision is that, Brandon, we have a fairly active camp. Uh, Right now, uh, if people had interest in ministry in this area, you would sort of be a part of Brandon's Southwest Manitoba team. And we would work with you to help you in the ministry. So I I just share with that, and I thank you again for the privilege to to come here. And... uh, I wish you all God's blessing. Thank you very much.